You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 2 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rothschild. What's going Yo. on? Hey, how's the weather? Usually the pictures that, of New York yeah. City were yeah. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. It was crazy. Usually that question is like, oh, how's the weather? It's like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But in this instance, Friday was crazy. I, I think I saw that by, by like 2 or 3 o'clock, New York City had like, Six or seven inches of rain, which was like the most rain in one day since 1960. And then, and it was still raining. It was raining all day. And there were periods where it was like normal rain. And then it was like relentless rain for like hours at a clip. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And we're lucky, you know, where we live on the Upper West Side, we're at a decent elevation. Right, right. You know, Lower Manhattan and Brooklyn were totally the submerged. Pictures, submerged. The pictures from Brooklyn yeah. were un- the cars yeah. just like floating down the street. Uh, how about the Grand Central Parkway? Oh my God. It was crazy. crazy. It was like a giant river. And it looked like it was, it didn't look like there was flooding. It looked like the water was like four or five feet deep. Dude, let's not normalize this. No. Right? This is like it's crazy. Climate change is impacting us all the time now. The, it's not like what's going to happen. It's like this is happening. The, and our, a, our infrastructure is not ready. No, there was an article in yesterday's Atlantic, like, you know, online that they did, you know, like 1,200 words. The city's flooded like three or four times in the last year. I and that the sewer system can't, can't handle manage. It. Yeah. More than one and three quarter inches an hour. You, yes, you guys had like three inches an hour or something nuts. like that. It was nuts. Let's also not forget that we had. Um, do you remember that day during the summer when the wildfires from Canada were bringing soot and smoke? We had it too to New York, and it was just like the world is coming to an end. I <laughs> replaced the air filters in the house, and they and were black. It, they were black. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus. I didn't even think about it at the time yeah. that I probably should have put new ones in then. We should replace our lungs. <laughs> and and then the other day I was flipping channels and it was like the national weather report. I don't know what I landed on. And it wasn't the weather channel. And they were talking about how there's this system that's setting up in the Northwest. That's going to bring a lot of rain to California, Northwest. And then they showed like all the fires in the West that were still burning. Oh They've been God. burning since May, June. And well, that this should have a beneficial impact on those fires. Oh, well, but that's was, good. It wasn't that's like good. two. It was it was like the map was filled with fires. So the wildfires also caused by climate change will be put out by the torrential downpours that are caused right. by climate and change. Now with the wildfires, the forests are now a net emitter of greenhouse gases rather than a sink for greenhouse gases. Well, I saw yesterday. So we're like in this doom loop. I I don't know if you saw this, but Trump spoke somewhere and he talked about dampening 
It definitely did. I definitely didn't see it somewhere. I'm trying not to do no, what the mainstream I'm, media is doing, which is report things as normal no, that are amazingly yes, abnormal. That's right. And we, we should talk about that in a minute. But I only saw this on the Twitter machine. Yeah. That he said we need to dampen the, the floors and the far, the forest floors. <laughs> right. That's what do you how mean you dampen the floors. You know, you did, we got water. You well, when said, he was president, he said we need to rake the floors of the forest. Yeah, so it's the same idea. He also said we should nuke a hurricane. Yes, and we, so should we should inject. I was going to say that. Yes, exactly. We should inject ourselves with Clarks because that'll work, dude. We're joking about it. I know, like, but it, but like it's not normal, and I feel like the media is not doing enough to show just how completely well, that shit crazy he is and how dangerous he is. It's like, some of it is. Some of it is. So, if you read, if you some read of the, the media. Well, it's but if you not have to go and find it. it, not well, the that. New York Times, not the Post, but if you read things like I've said it before, if you want like your good dose of never Trumpers, consistent never Trumpers, you got to read the Bulwark, you got to read the Dispatch. Right, but that's not enough. Right, that's like, not that's this, not enough. But like, so enough. there was something. It wasn't on. It wasn't on Twix, which is what I call Twitter now. It was on Blue Sky. I don't call Twitter Twix because I like Twix. <laughs> Twix is yeah. a good thing. It's a net good. I, I hate it's a that what you say. X, the social yeah. media site, formerly known as Twitter. It's like Anyways, Prince. It's like Twitter, the artist formerly known as Prince. On, on the Twitter clone called Blue Sky, which is nice, um, mm. someone was pointing out the fact that the media has reported that Trump spoke to uh, uh, auto workers. Yeah, right. But he didn't really speak to auto workers. Well, he went into a, he went to a non-unionized shop. parts shop. So there are auto workers, but that's not that distinction was only sort of mentioned in passing. Like the, in the whole buildup, in the whole two, week before, he was going yeah. to talk to the United Auto Workers. Which going is to talk not to true. Biden went true. to the picket line. Yes, yeah, stood on to the United picket Auto line. Workers. Yes, when then the president the of the United Auto line. Workers said, "I want nothing to do with Trump." So then Trump went to some private auto parts company that's non-unionized. Now some UAW members may have been there at the same time, but it was still reported. Yeah, and so. Yeah. Those people technically are auto workers, but they needed to say. Hold on Trump- a second. Yes, go. Hold on. You interrupted. That I'm sorry, but that I think this has to. This cannot go without comment. That shop that he went to employs 150 people, but 400 <laughs> people were there, and they were carrying signs that said "Union Workers for Trump," and they were not union workers who were okay. holding those signs. Okay. okay. I said there may have been some, no, no, but whatever. Again, you're, you're, you can't you're, you can't say that there were no union workers there. But anyway, but the the but it was only mentioned in passing on whatever pick whatever mainstream media outlet you want that he actually wasn't speaking at the United to or with and under this auspices of the UAW. He was at this other place, and it was like make believe. We've been saying this for a long time. The media is complicit. The media mm-hmm. continues to be complicit. And he's he's calling for the execution of General uh, Milley. Of General Milley or Miley? Is it? Yeah. Well, all right. Um, I mean, but you're talking the guy who cannot pronounce the uh, Mueller report. Mueller, 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 she wrote. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, I'm, I'm under the impression it's Millie, but... Okay. 
At any rate, he's calling for his execution. Right. He's talking about the, this, there will be object Completely lawlessness. Fucking unhinged. Lawlessness, lawlessness and the right. media is just like oh do, 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 do. Yeah, Joe like, Biden's old. Joe Biden's yeah, if, old. If, Joe Biden's if, old. If, if if Donald Trump is elected, I mean, I think General Mark Milley can yeah. be expected to be to try to arrest Arrested. him. Well, he said as much. Yeah, he said it. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I expect to be among those he arrests and imprisons. With, with by set, I mean, the the craziness. The total unhingedness. The fact that they just but, but it's all about things, Biden's age, right? The fact that they just like report these things is it's like oh, it's just baked into the whole Trump equation. Uh, it's like my bullshit. mom, my mom weighed into this and she uh -huh. said, "You know what this age thing is about?" And I said, "What's the age thing about?" Said, no one wants Kamala Harris to be the vice president, but no one wants to say. It. She might not be wrong. I don't think she's the totally question, wrong. The question is why? Why does Kamala Harris get, like, why has she been painted with this brush as uh, a terrible I mean, vice president? All vice presidents terrible... get shit. Yeah, um, it feels worse with her. And I guess, Well, yeah, of course we know why. Well, there's always that, right? There's always that. And the other thing is, I mean, to be fair, um, she has, in the... Uh, She's had a number of impossible portfolios, uh, the border, voting, especially when it's not – that's not a federal issue and so on and so forth. But on those – there have been a fair number of public appearances and utterances on behalf on, – on the part of the vice president that have not gone very well. Now, you're talking to someone who's – who has met her when she was – before she was in national politics, when she was a DA in in San Francisco, and thought she was the bee's knees, yeah. smart and charming and right. funny and so on and so forth. So I'm not coming to this as you know whatever. Of course, that was many many years ago. But so we're saying I she's no longer smart. No, there's two things. There's the misogyny. There's the racism. Yeah, and it's not exactly like she's not you know blown the doors off of people with her elegance and okay. erudition publicly. Okay, that being said, again, like if we're looking at the other side of the aisle, like they yeah, no, the of most course. people in the world, there were no, no of gaps. Course. I mean, like, I would come say, on. do we think that, but like, do does that make that, her unelectable? No, but do we think that the, I'm, I'm asking, this is a ser serious question. Yeah. Do we think that the vice president has gotten more shit than like Dan Quayle got? Who's truly a moron? Who's truly a moron? Yeah, again, that's like almost an unfair comparison because of what well, you just said. But which no, but what I'm saying is truly a moron. But also, he was he was second in line to the presidency. Yeah, but he and also so he, made mistakes like misspelling potato. potato. <laughs> like, come on, he was not capable. I understand. Although, I understand. ironically enough, it turns out he's the one who saved our saved republic. Our republic. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. Like people are like, oh, Mike Pence. Mike, Mike Pence had questions about this. He's like, well, maybe I could do this. Let me ask my yeah, friend Dan exactly. Quayle. And he's like, what? <laughs> Dan Quayle's like, you can't do any of that. Like, <laughs> he's like, have you lost your the mind? The two most <laughs> unlikely people to save the republic, or at least in my in my mind, like Indiana. if you told me Dan Quayle saved the yeah. republic, I'd be like, it, get the fuck out of here. Indiana saved the republic. Wow. Yeah. But meanwhile. I feel like 
you know, when we spend a lot of time talking about politics, there are some of our listeners who feel that we just rehash the same ideas that we've been talking about since 2016. So we can talk about some other stuff. Uh, We last week was our first episode of the season and we talked about it was on Arab Yom Kippur. Arab Yom Kippur. Right. And it was a very solemn day. for And uh, did you atone for all of your sins? Yeah, I tried, but there are so many that it's just like <laughs> one day is not going to cut it. Dude, my chest hurt from from all the uh, yeah the beating the of your chest, beating of my chest. Yeah, did it really hurt? I did. No, I actually I apologized. I apologized to Lauren. Uh huh. And I apologized did to she, the girls. Did they accept your apology? They did accept my. Did they apology. forgive you? If, I hope so. What did you apologize for? for I just you? said, look, in the past, if I was year, douchey, if I, if I was if I, basically, if I was kind of a dick to you. If I was douchey at all this past year. Remember the last night when I was hungry and I was a dick? I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like every day in my house. And no, they're I'm like, kidding. They're like, no, we don't accept. Lauren's like, I think you're a little hangry. Hmm. I'm hangry and I'm often no rangry. Right. When, no, when you're, no run angry. When you're hangry, you, that, that makes you sound like a small child who <laughs> just like needs a cookie and some well, time in the, in front, some I'm not going to deny couch. that. I'm yeah. not going to deny it. I feel like Lauren would be like, go take a cookie and you'll feel better. Like, okay, I'll have a cookie. So no, I apologize to, uh, I apologize to Lauren and the girls yeah. um, for being a jerk from time to time. And we went to, we went to synagogue. It was very, very nice. Our friend is now the head rabbi at the Washington Hebrew Congregation, the largest uh, reform synagogue in the Washington area, um, and a very and a very influential one. It's been around for over a hundred years. So, and the the service was really really nice, um, and so that was cool. And then, did your you rabbi know, talk about Israel? No, he he didn't. He didn't actually. So, the one of the junior rabbis gave the sermon during. Yeah. Uh, Yom Kippur, and he didn't talk about Israel. Did you go to Kol Nidre? Did not go to Kol Nidre. We had dinner here with Maddie. You had Yom Kippur dinner? We had Yom Kippur, we had Kol Nidre, we had big dinner. uh, Before Yom Kippur. Before Yom Kippur, right. (laughs) On Kol Nidre, yeah, the night before. It was very nice. Our rabbi. Friends of Maddie's and their family. Our our rabbi talked about Israel on on Kol Nidre. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he had sort of, of he had said during Rosh Hashanah services, "I'm going to be talking about Israel on Yom Kippur, so so stay away if you don't like either, my politics. Yeah, if you don't want to hear it, that's you know I'm giving you fair warning now. But I thought he spoke. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I I I, I probably, regardless of what his political views were, I probably would have gone in reluctantly. I want to be nourished spiritually. I don't want my political, I, 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 my, maybe they're, it's a function of what I do. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we left the synagogue that we had belonged to. Yeah, but they're linked, especially on Yom Kippur when you're talking about, you know, democratic norms and values and what kind of society right. we want Israel to be. They're, they're linked. You can't really, I don't know, not, it up he's to not me? looking at it from a geopolitical perspective. He's looking at it from a Jewish perspective. Uh, but what's my say there? I don't do live mean? in I don't live in Israel. My kids didn't serve in the IDF. Yeah, I don't know how much of a say do I have. I feel like I mean I think I think what's we're happening asked, is just we're asked a lot as American Jews. We are to asked do a stuff lot. For yes, Israel. yes, right. And we are also told I, I don't to fulfill shut the fuck, my role. 
but we're also told <laughs> so to, told shut, to the shut the fuck, the fuck up. up. Right. So you can't. Well, no, that's really what, have it that's one of race. my objections is that the successive Israeli governments, regardless of what their 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 character, are constantly leaning on American Jews and looking yeah. to the United States and and American Jews to influence the members of Congress and so on and so forth. And then when something big happens that like offends the sensibilities of American Jews, they're like, shut the fuck up, you don't serve in the IDF. I don't really do either of these things. Of Israeli Jews, you mean. Israeli Jews, yeah. Yeah. Told to shut the fuck up. I, given the fact that of what I do, I don't get involved in the advocacy for Israel one way or the other. Um, I find, uh, I, I, I objected to when I belonged to that synagogue yeah, well, that, that, sermon that after sermon was about the JCPOA. Yeah. And I think I would even object to, like, I understand the issue in Israel. Like, I, you know, I, again, I think I, I like the the fact that the junior rabbi stayed away from it and talked about repentance and forgiveness and so on and so forth without delving into yeah, what's happening he, this week in Kikar Rabin. I don't think you can do one. It's not a Kikar Rabin. It's on Kaplan Street. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think you can really talk about one without the other uh and i was actually really happy well with what my nanny nanny poo poo i yeah. liked my the service no, we I, to. I mean I, I i do think i don't know I, i'm not sure that that's right that you you can't have one without the other in your mind well <laughs> obviously in my mind but what i'm saying is that i don't see i see them as linked um i'm not saying that you How have is the- to I'm not Wait, saying that you have to Yom, talk about I can Israel. understand I can understand certain things, but like how is Yom Kippur specifically linked to Democrat norms and, and things like that? I mean, it's you're asking personal forgiveness. Who well, you it's have not, wrong? It's not just you know, we're talking about the society that we want to live in, right? Yeah. We're not just talking about like I'm thinking about how my personal behavior is. We're also talking about obligations that we have. Sure. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's weird. I don't feel obligated. I feel obligated in the United States of America. I don't feel obligated. So obligated yeah, but you towards wouldn't Israel. Want, you wouldn't want your rabbi talking about U.S. politics on Yom Kippur by that logic. Or would you? Yeah, no, I don't. I want to, I want to be spiritually uplifted. I want to be spiritually nurtured. I actually felt I like spiritually my, nurtured I by what my rabbi said. I'm, I, I, I happened to meet the, the governor of Utah yesterday, uh, and he, he talked about the – he said, you know how they talked about – they always talk about the silent majority. He's like, I talk about the exhausted majority. I'm a member of the exhausted majority. I am – there are, there are places for everything, and I think that there are some places that should literally be sacred, and I'm tired of everything being politicized, what I wear, what I drive, what I eat, when I eat it, when I do it whatever uh, what i listen to you know it's, I, it's corrosive you, you, to our entire society we need to stand on the we need to stand up for democracy it's not going democracy's not going to save itself but that I, I just think the fact that politics has become all encompassing is actually corrosive to our well, society I, I hear you i hear you but you may not be the intended audience for any of these discussions because you do work in the field that you work in. But yeah. from the perspective of people who are not as engaged in these issues, rabbis who are the spiritual leaders of their communities do have a certain obligation, I believe, to help 
people, the members of their congregations work through some of these complicated issues and feelings that they have. And what better time than when you have everybody in your congregation in one Is room. hangry? No, they're not hangry yet. It's called Nidre. It's the, oh. You're just eating your big meal. Okay. You have just embarked on the fast. It's not as if you're, you know, you're 23 hours into it and you're just like, just get me through it. And I'm almost there. Uh, there are only two times in the year when the rabbis have the attention of, I don't know, 90 plus percent of their congregations in one place. So then by your logic, you want the rabbi talking about politics. I, I, you're what if the rabbi You're putting words in my mouth. Uh, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not saying that I want the rabbi talking about politics. I want the rabbi to be the spiritual leader of the congregation. Mm -hmm. And in extraordinary times, when people are confused, I would like him to be a uh, a pillar in front of the. But what about all those rabbis who don't agree with your rabbi? You want them to do that too? To say you know what that everybody chooses the synagogue that they go to or don't go to. If I, my rabbi stood up in front of the congregation and said, "All of the MAGA. protesters." All the protesters on Kaplan Street are wrong. Oh, you're and, still talking about Israel. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. Like, uh, I'm talking about... I'd moved on. Well, you may have, but the conversation is still back here. So Okay. Um, so if he got up and said, I don't, I think that the, the government of Israel is democratically elected and elections have consequences and our job is to shut up and support the state of Israel no matter what... That would be his prerogative, and it would be my prerogative never to go back there. Just okay. like you stopped going back to your synagogue. Well, yeah, it was. I but it it was a, a number of issues, not just no, okay. that. I, no, I get it, but it was his entire worldview that you did not like. Well, and then the things that, like you know, how he he treated the two of us. One, okay, two, when and and a, and a number of other instances. Um, which I didn't like the way in which the the synagogue operated, right. but but that's your I, right not to go back there. Like, like yeah, but what if now let's pull the let's pull the conversation to where I was. What if your rabbi got up and started expounding on U.S. domestic politics? Is that okay? Uh, on Kol Nidre, like depends. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. What's the issue that he's talking about? Any, any, because uh, it's not just any, shut down, uh, Biden's no, age. No, you see, those things, are, no, those things, this is an extraordinary moment okay. in Israel's history. Well, so are, again, are we in an extraordinary moment in U.S. history? Yes, but to talk about Biden's age is not an extraordinary Well, I'm just saying, you said, you know, rabbis have a responsibility. They have the undivided attention to lead there and, right. you know, say, look, but again, man, I just I, think that guy is old and doddering and. Okay, but that's just not up you're, to the you're, task. You're, you're using you're using sort of a straw man argument here. <laughs> I don't understand. Because what's that, the straw man? The straw man is first of all, no, the rabbi's not getting up on Yom Kippur and talking about <laughs> Biden's age and being like he should. Well, go he's home. doing it in a in a in a more yeah. sophisticated way. No, I think if there if the rabbi got up and said American democracy is under threat, and again, it would have to not be. In this particular moment, the moment would have to be a lot more severe for that to happen. So until I, that until that moment uh, comes, I don't think 
I mean, everybody's going to get up and talk about like as an aside. Yeah. I think it's severe right now, but it's Israel is is facing an existential crisis right now, and we're and the United States is it? It is. Come on, it the is. 90... One indictments against the Republican frontrunner, and he's only increasing his leads. He is increasing the the ever present threat of violence in our society. You you yourself texted me this week and said, or it was last week. Sometimes I feel like we're in this kind of low level civil war already. Yeah. Oh, it was after the libs of TikTok thing, in which the elementary school had to be cleared of bomb threats <laughs> for the Chicago. second time in two days because yeah. oh, there yeah. was a pride flag in yeah. the hallway. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, it's pretty I mean, cute. But yeah, you're right. So if the rabbi got up and said America is in the moment of an existential crisis, and we need to consider getting the hell out of here, Yom Kippur is the time to do that. So where are you going? Uh, he did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me a hypothetical. I'm giving you a hypothetical I mean, response. You know, one of my friends texted me knew when we were coming back from Portugal. I was like, are you sure you want to come back? Here's the things that have happened just in the last yeah, day. Right. But again, if the if a problem, if it got to such a point where rabbis, mm. plural, felt like I need to stand up and say to my congregants, mm. it's time to go. I'm quite certain that that must have happened at some point in Germany in the 1930s where rabbis led their right. communities well, and so said, I guess, time to go. I guess what I'm saying is, I, I maybe maybe my objection is I don't want kind of politics thrown in my face. I want the I want to under, I want the rabbi to help me understand the world and what what scripture is suggesting I do or how I live, but the politics is because i just think it's i i just think it's um it's it's a it's it ends up being a total shit show nothing that any rabbi can say is going to satisfy people as as your rabbi said like stay the fuck away if you don't like what i have to say he didn't he didn't say that so he was just saying this is what I'm talking about. He didn't right. say stay the but fuck away. But we know we know what the what the message was. But also we all, we know that on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Well, it's, knows, yes, we all he knows, agree. He knows his congregation. He knows his a con- little bit. They were like, "Oh, can you do it tonight?" Yeah, a little bit. He knows his congregation. I, um, I don't know. I think it's very. I think it's very tricky. I think um, it, again, obviously it's tricky, but I do because think that everything is political. Every act is political. There has to be some, pardon me, safe space. Yeah, I do feel like, and maybe uh, that's why I felt so good about the about the Yom Kippur service we went to. I mean, it was it was meaningful. We talked about uh, personal responsibility and forgiveness and sins and laying it out all on the table and who's written the book, who's not, blah 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 blah. And I thought that that was good. And like, people are smart enough to draw their own conclusions. Okay, but not everybody knows enough about what's going on. To, uh, look, I'm not You're saying elitist. No, I'm not. I'm not an elitist. You're like um, David Brooks in a deli. Oh, uh, please. He wasn't in a deli. He was in the fucking. No, airport. that was the previous one where yeah. he was like, "You're like, who thinks this way?" David Brooks is a problem. But anyway, <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, I was I liked him. I had to say, and I stand by that. And I'm glad that he said. And <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad that, that you he had. Said a, it. I'm glad you had a nice service. Yeah, and I'm glad that he said it. I'm and glad you had I, a good political. And I felt rally. it was totally appropriate, and it was <laughs> not a political rally at all. And <laughs> uh, and how yeah. was the fast? Was it all right? Yeah. How? When did you break? I don't. I don't fast, man. We've talked. About oh right, this right, right. Yeah, we. I fasted. It was like the first time in a long time that I like made it kind of through. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I had a little helper. Well, I mean, know. you got to do what you got to do, right? So if, if, if the, the thing that has killed me in the past is not the hunger. No, we talked about this last week. So what did I do? I didn't do what you suggested. I did not have a caffeine enema. Well, you could have, however. I could have, but I decided to go the more conventional route and get up early in the morning and have a cup of coffee. And then I didn't eat. Right. And it was it was totally it was totally fine. Much easier. But technically, but technically, that's not the same as shoving the coffee up your ass. It's just not. (laughs) I mean, no, it's it, it not. It, it is definitely different <laughs> from shoving coffee up your it's ass. Not the, it's not the same thing. I'm just saying. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, Everything. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 heading towards a government shutdown here. Yeah, should be a good time. The 2018 one lasted like 36 days, 38 was, days. Yeah, it was like some six weeks, right? Six. And this, the the whole thing is meaningless. And I don't remember a shutdown being precipitated by the Democrats. Do you? No, but that's because the Republicans are the ones who are more uh, fiscally responsible. Yeah. That's right. what I, I read that somewhere on the Twitter machine. And I'm what, like, what? <laughs> what's that guy, that, that Republican? He's a member of the, I think he's a member of the Freedom Caucus from Tennessee. Yeah. And they asked him, they said, Hey, you know, you're all about he's like, we can't spend ten trillion dollars yeah. but only bring in five trillion dollars. And they were like, But you voted for the Trump tax cuts that yeah. and he said, Well, those were geared towards achievable policies. The achievable what? policy was returning money to rich people. That what? was the policy. They just wanted to have it both ways. Yeah, they want to have it both ways. And now they're linking it to the border and Ukraine. And they're saying we shouldn't give any money to Ukraine until we fix the border situation. It's like we can walk and chew gum at the same time. There's money that can be spent in both of those things. Most places, right. Uh, Right. The border border is a major issue for 79% of Americans. Um, And... Ukraine is should be important, but I don't think the administration has done a good enough job explaining, explaining why why yeah. Ukraine is important to them. Yeah. But I think all they need to do is listen to Zelensky at the UN last week, and they would have understood. But right, but no, anybody, nobody's going to do I that. I do, yeah. you do, you know, whatever. Yeah, nobody, nobody else is doing that. Nobody else is. The border, though, I mean, you it, it is arguably a dire situation. But part of the problem is no one, the Republicans won't play ball in fixing immigration. And, you know, the fact is they don't want government really to exist. So if we could defund everything down to zero, but then it really would happy. be open borders. Right. But but you know what? That would make them happy. The only thing they want to fund is the Department of Defense, the military. 
So borders are military. No, not under not well, under Chairman Mark. The woke military. Right, that's true. So remember I guess, how they were all extolling the Russian military and that we were weak and it was the woke military. We're the woke military. Maybe maybe the Russian military is too woke. <laughs> Said no one ever. But they're like, yeah, they're not acquitting themselves very well. I, I mean, and basically, then, uh, we're doing Putin's bidding. The Republicans in Congress are doing are serving two masters, Trump and Putin. And that's all this is. That's all this shutdown is. Trump wants them to shut down the government. He wants to distract everybody from his And he wants Biden to be impeached so he could say, look, that guy's impeached too. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, that was such a clown That seems to be be going very well for the Republicans. That was unbelievable. Yeah, unreal. I mean, just watch some of the video of it. The dissection of these witnesses. Uh, (laughs) Was any crime committed by the president? No. 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 So there's no evidence of any crime committed by the president. No. 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 Uh, and you, ma'am, there's no. Did you no. see any evidence of no? No. Uh, sir, no. No. Oh, okay. Case closed. Thank you. Totally insane. Yeah. This is like Benghazi, like on steroids. <laughs> well, how about the? There was a clip, the day before it started. They they threw up a clip of a WhatsApp message, and it was from like 2017. And a journalist asked one of these congressmen, like, how you showed a WhatsApp message from 2017. Yeah. He wasn't how in can office. it be? He wasn't in office. He wasn't yeah. the vice president. He wasn't the president. He wasn't even a candidate. Yeah. How can he be guilty? I always and, and the guy was like, blah, 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 blah. oh, the news media is never yeah. going to accept it. No, no, no. I'm exactly. accepting you. Put, it's your own evidence. Tell me about your evidence. Yeah. Well, I'm when a- you have no answers, just discredit the questioner. Uh, it's a cute man. It's a cute. It's a cute. It's a cute. Hey, what are you doing for Sukkot? Well, I'll tell you what I didn't do last night was sit outside in the sukkah. <laughs> I was a little wet. Yeah. There's there's some cool sukkahs in my neighborhood. All of the sukkahs in Brooklyn got washed away. I'm a little I'm a little jealous. I want to hang out in the sukkah. Go hang out in the sukkah. Nobody's stopping you. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's open, nice When the night. weather's nice, it's nice. Great. Have a nice meal. Has to be kosher, though. All right. It's a problem. I could do that. No, you can't. Yeah, sure, I can. I went to camp. Seven weeks of kosher food for, you know, nine summers. Bim bum, bitches. I was down yeah, with that. Bim bum, bitches. There we go. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we're done. Episode two is in the books. All right. Sounds good. Everybody have a happy Sukkot. Even if you're not. Even if you're not sitting in a Sukkot. Or even if you're not Jewish. Yeah. It's a nice one. I'm so there. I'm so there. All right.